Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us on the show is Miss Jamie Shower of Rock Lake Fitness, coming to you from Lake Mills, Wisconsin. Jamie, how are you? What's going on? I'm great. How are you? I am doing incredibly well. I'm excited to pick your brain on this. I'm excited to dive into all that you do day to day when it comes to running this business. Before we do that, I am a big believer in context. And so Rock Lake Fitness, for the people who aren't familiar, who aren't from Lake Mills, tell us a little bit about this gym. Tell us a little bit about this business. Okay, so Rock Lake Fitness was a dream of mine, I guess, since I was a little kid. But um, Kenny, the previous owner, he's an 84-year-old man who was basically just the community gym. He, he allowed people to work out here for $5 if they couldn't afford it. Um, the typical membership was supposed to be 35, but he worked mm. with anybody and everyone. Um, I'm not allowed financially to let people have a membership for $5, but I hope to someday be able to work with people on that kind of context also. Um, but he owned it since 1988, I think, in this facility. Um, and he didn't do a whole lot of upgrades. So for the last seven months, we've been gutting and changing and just making it clean and getting it back to where it should be, basically. Yeah. So, And, and so you had taken over an existing business, and that comes with all kinds of pros and cons, of course. We'll, we'll certainly get into it. But at the, at the heart of it, this is community fitness center that you will now be putting your own personal spin on. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So seven months in, talk to us a little bit about how we got here in the first place. Take us back. What happened to present you the opportunity to position yourself as someone ready to take over? And what made you want to buy a business in the fitness industry in the first place? Oh, man. So during COVID, one of my friends had told me she was getting her personal training license. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. So since you are, I'm going to. Um, so I did it and I got certified. And it was around last October, I had talked to my husband. We have a shop that runs our construction businesses out of at our property. Um, and I was like, can I just open a gym here? And he's like, nah, let's try to find you a place to go. Um, and we stumbled across that Lakers was for sale. Um, it had been for sale for almost three years and we had never known it. Um, so we jumped at it and less than 30 days of me finding it, we owned it. Um, it all kind of just fell into place wow. and yeah, it was a very quick thing. Um, so we didn't even really have time to like second guess ourselves. We kind of just dove right in. Um, the facility is two building, two commercial buildings in downtown Lake Mills. Um, and one of the buildings had a pool that was 54 feet long by like 14 feet wide. Um, and my first goal was to fill that in. Um, the previous owner was losing about $700 a month trying to keep it open. Yep. Um, so 
and I wanted it to be a 24 hour facility. So with both of those things, it just didn't make sense to keep it. Um, so we, I think it was about four months of rehabbing that side of the building. Um, and now we have an extra almost 1800 square feet of floor space for all of the gym equipment. Okay. Um, and then slowly but surely we've been working on the other side of the gym um, that I guess before Kenny owned it was a hardware store. So it was the lovely pegboard. Um, mm. so there was a million holes in yeah. our walls and it looked super spectacular. Um, but we tore all that out and made it just fresh painted plywood and it looks so much cleaner and nicer. Yeah. And, and so I speak to a lot of people who have taken over former gyms or, or taken on a commercial lease that was another business at some point. But it sounds like you're really all in on this, Jamie. You guys, oh, yeah. I'm sure this was not a cheap build out. No. Well, and thankfully, I have an amazing husband who is a jack of all trades. Um, and we've pretty much been able to do a majority of the work ourselves. Yeah. Um, so but just, just filling in a pool in materials alone is is a sizable yeah. investment. That's for sure. It was insane. Um, yeah. I was glad that the boys all said, get out of here. You're not helping fill in with the rebel. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I guess fast forward a little bit. Here we are. Now we have this business. Seven months in, what's been the best part about owning your own facility like this? And what's been the most challenging part about owning your own facility like this? Well, we only started with about 12 members. 12? 12, yes, a whopping 12 in November. Oh, okay. Yeah, which we were told we had about 70, so I'm not sure where the miscommunication went there with huh. what they told me I would start with and what I ended up with. Um, but now we're up to like 164. Okay. So um, I Certainly don't- Certainly some like, improvement, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the first month was a little scary. I was like, uh, we need people. Um, but word of mouth for us has been great because I haven't done a whole lot of advertising um, just with the whole remodel and trying to run my other business. I've just, it's just all been a lot. Um, so yeah, word of mouth is getting out there that we're, and we're the only other competition we have in town is in an anytime fitness. So I think that helps. They're more expensive than me and they're, they're, you know, they're anytime fitness and not sure. a small town gym. So yeah. And so at least in terms of customer acquisition and the marketing, clearly 150 new members in what was essentially a six month window gets us to about 30 people a month on yeah. average, at least. A lot of that has come from word of mouth and I'm sure that there was great PR from the amount of effort and resources you guys were dumping into this to make it a little yeah. bit nicer and newer. One thing that I wanted to pick your brain on there was that you said you hadn't done much marketing, well, formalized marketing thus far. Is that something that you plan on rolling out at any point? Yes, I hope to. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm overwhelmed a little bit with everything else that's been going on. That makes sense. Um, There's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. And we've had, you know, there's been issues like the furnace blew up three days after we turned it on and piping burst the day we bought it. Yep. And, you know, there's just been 
I think like a waterfall of things that we didn't anticipate happening that maybe slowed the process of doing marketing and doing, I was hoping to get into the personal training before now, but now I'm looking at another probably a couple months before that even starts. So sure. I think that's worthwhile for us to touch on here is, is there's a lot of moving parts. We have plans to do these things, but yes, for you, I guess the, the biggest priority is creating a priority list. I yeah. think is like, let's get our ducks in a row and figure out what's going to move the needle the most right now. And, and the interesting part, this model at least, is that there's so many different things that you can do. And so I sh I'm sure it is overwhelming. Yeah. You know what I mean, you guys, <laughs> the, the successful gyms in this sort of model, they have their bread and butter membership EFT revenue, but we've got personal training revenue. We've got group right. training revenue. We might do nutrition coaching. We've got apparel, supplements, whatever other, other sort of retail. And so these things take time and, and right. effort and energy to put into place. Yeah. For you, at least for now, aside from the maintenance of having a furnace and, and, yeah. and all of these things, what's sort of the first big target for you? What's priority one, at least as you see things? The priority was just to upgrade the building. Um, the locker rooms are from the early eighties. So they're pretty, they were milk board um, and like a green, they're, they're gross. Um, yeah. So currently the women's locker room is completely gutted down to studs and insulation. Um, and then as soon as that's done, we'll probably start the men's because that's how we roll. Um, of course. Yeah. Like, you know, they can't have something that the other ones don't have. Um, but yeah, it was just upgrading the facility first. You know, I think that that's going to be a huge part of getting more people here. Um, everybody loved Kenny, but the place, it used to be known as a, an old man gym. And obviously that's not where I'm going. Um, you are not an old man, Jamie. <laughs> I am not. You are not. No. Um, and so and renovations, I, renovations becomes the first target at least. And yes, that was the first, definitely the I, first goal was to get all that done. For sure. And, and so I think I'm, I think I'm pointing out the fairly obvious here and we've already sort of touched on it, but these things all cost money. And at some point we want to recoup that and more, right? This is a business at the end of the day. It right. sounds like it was almost pseudo charity for a little while there, but yes. now at, at a certain point, we want to recoup the, the money that we're putting into this and eventually generate some profit as well. Yes. What, what will that, I guess, what will move the needle the most on that? Do we want to focus on growing the membership and I guess my question there how big can we given the space that we have do we want to focus on the, some of those additional services that you and I had already touched on is there something that we haven't yet talked about what's sort of the the revenue plan um I would like to get membership I'm guessing we could at least get another 100 people here and be comfortable um, even when it's busy, it doesn't feel that busy because there's two separate rooms. Um, and I do think that the personal training side of it will be huge. Um, I've just this week and then we're on Tuesday, I've gotten four texts about me personal training. Um, and I'm so bummed to have to say, I'm still a painter. I can't, I don't want to, 
I don't feel like it'd be fair to a client to be a painter and still try to train them because they they require more than that from me. And I, I don't want to give a half-ass trainer. I want to be right. fully in. Yeah. So, but I do feel like that is going to be where the money is going to be more from. Right. Just because, you know, people will pay to have be told what to do. Absolutely. And, and so, like we already said, successful businesses within this model can generate just as much, if not more, revenue yeah. from a PT department or a group training department than they do from membership in general. Like you said, membership was supposed to be $35 a month. Whether or not you touch that pricing, this model just is somewhat limited. It's, it's based on high volume, low cost, right? But we recoup that in higher ticket services like PT, like nutrition, like group training, whatever it may be. Yeah. So that's a big target for you along the way. One thing that I think is important here, you mentioned that you have a a whole laundry list of other things going on. And so staffing certainly becomes a a topic that's of importance here. Do you have one, I guess, do you have interest in hiring other people to help you with this? And two, is there a timeline in place? Um, I haven't really thought about staffing. Um, I have thought about bringing in trainers as like a subcontractor, um, which I'm open to doing that. I don't necessarily want to have employees, I don't think though. Um, And that might stem from, I've owned my own painting business for almost 17 years now and I've just been myself. I've managed million dollar houses by myself and I just think that I can do it all. Uh, I might be proven wrong, but I'm hoping that, especially when I can just focus here, I think I can manage all of it. But until I can, I've got two more projects for my contractor and then I'm hoping to to be here a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, and it's funny because I'm sure you have a little bit of perspective on this, but the fitness industry is somewhat of a unique beast, if you will. And so I'm sure there'll be plenty of lessons to learn along the way, but your experience as an entrepreneur, I'm sure plays into that. As you look forward with this gym as a business, what's sort of the big picture here what's your your longer term vision for this um i i don't know i mean i guess like it all just happened so fast i didn't really have a whole lot of time to think about visions um i just wanted to be the place that everybody in like mills wants to go to or the surrounding areas like i have people that come from waterloo and jefferson which are towns that are like 20 minutes away um i just I hope to help the community get healthier, you know, and stay healthier and stick around. Um, Whether that just be with it being an open gym or, you know, with me training them or even, you know, I had a a member yesterday text me, can you help me with some stretches tomorrow? Because I'm having a shoulder problem. I'm like, absolutely. Let's, let's get her done at lunchtime. So that's when he comes in. Um, I just want to help people get healthier and stay healthier. Yeah. Uh, another unique aspect of fitness. A lot of people that 
start businesses, and I'm sure this factored in when you started your painting business, we think about how much money we can make with it at the end of the day. Fitness is so interesting because there's this interest, there's this added layer of intrinsic reward, right? Of course, it's a business. We want to get paid without saying, but everyone that I've spoken to 99.9% of the time says something along the lines of what you just said, right? I got into this because I want to help people. Yeah. Right. And I think we can certainly do that. And at the same time, keep profit in play, right? right? Where there's this sort of dichotomy of passion and profit. A lot of the time they aren't as exclusive. A lot of the time going hand in hand makes both of them better. And so it'll certainly be an interesting process and see how it plays out for you here Yeah. moving forward. I think seven months into your point, you said it's sort of somewhat of a whirlwind. I'm sure that as the dust settles, there will be plenty for you to do here, but we'll have to get you back on on another interview here down the road yeah. and see how all of that goes. As we run a bit shy on time here, I want to I wanna give you the chance to tell people where they can learn a little bit more about this. Is there a website? Is there social media? Where can we funnel people to? Um, right now, there's just a Facebook page. Okay. Um, I have a current member who's trying to help me with the web pipe website, but I haven't, we haven't like totally cooperated on it yet. Um, so eventually there will be a website, but that's not as of yet. So yeah, basically I'm just on Facebook. Okay. What's the Facebook link? Just what is it? Facebook got rock Lake fitness, rock Lake fitness, search for it on Facebook and you will find it. Jamie, this has been a bunch of fun. I really appreciate your, your willingness to, share with us the the process of taking over and all that comes with that. I think the more willing people are in our industry to have these types of honest and, and open conversations, the better everybody does. So I can't thank you enough for your time. Thank you. I, like I said, I'm, I'm really excited to see what the future of this holds and we'll be cheering from you. That's for sure. Perfect. Thank you. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Garrick Adams from Fetch Miami out of Miami, Florida. What's going on, Garrick? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good, Alex. Thanks for having me. How's it going? Of course. Of course. I'm doing good myself. Thank you for asking, and I appreciate you joining. I know last week we were actually scheduled to do a podcast, and you're over there in Miami, so it's... um you know, hurricane season out there. So you had some weather issues, but I appreciate you joining regardless. Um, 
but perfect. Let's not waste any time here. How did you get started? What is it that made you want to start with owning your own fitness facility? Uh, well, I've been in the training world for about 10 years now. And uh, Fetch actually started as an, app uh, an apparel company first. Cool. Okay. And I kind of got an idea from a friend. They're like, hey, you know, if you want to grow your apparel company, then maybe you should open up a gym and, you know, it'll help grow your brand a little bit more. Yeah. And that's kind of how that started. Uh, I found the spot that, you know, it was in the neighborhood and I just kind of rented it out and built out a gym and, you know, a little over cool. a year later, we have Fetch Miami. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So me and you both starting in kind of the same field, starting apparel companies here, which is a hard um, business to get into, right? Clothing and apparel in general. Um, cool. But I would love for you to give the listeners your own elevator pitch of Fetch Miami and the services that you guys offer. Well, Fetch is a fitness center here in Coconut Grove, Miami. Uh, we offer personal training, uh, fitness classes, uh, small group training. And we also offer, you know, outside activities such as like tennis clinics and uh, other sport training just to help uh, grow the brand and give uh, the people in the community that are active uh, just a little more variety of what they can do you know in yeah. order to just like stay active and keep moving definitely definitely so you're offering mostly private training i know you're you're diving into that group training space this summer which which i think is really smart it, it does give you uh, more leverage more opportunity to to give better services to you know make more money as a gym owner um but cool, cool. So you're sitting at about 25-ish members right now. I do always like to ask, is that a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some new faces? Oh, man, I'm trying to hit the gas as hard as I can. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to, you know, at least have uh, around 100 uh, members uh, running through this, running through the classes here by the end of the year. Cool. cool. It's not a huge facility, but I think 100 is a pretty good number to to have as the goal and definitely yeah. a number that I can hit. Yeah. Yeah. Just curious. Um, do you have, I know mostly most of your members are probably personal training with you. Do you have them pay per class, um, like class packs or do you have them on a monthly membership? Uh, usually packages, um, okay. packages for the most part. Yes. Yeah. 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 Why do you choose that direction? Do you think it's just easier for members, right, to, to want to make the commitment to buy a class pack rather than um, pay monthly for, for services? Um, honestly, it's just that's when I opened Fetch, I just had, I already had like a clientele list and that was yeah. kind of how they were paying me. So I just kind of rolled that over. Um, I am looking into, you know, just getting into more memberships. Yeah. I just, I haven't gotten a membership just yeah. yet. Yeah, just, a, I mean, a year started as well. Do you put expiration dates on your class packs? Yeah, six months. You do? Six months? Smart. I mean, I, I know even six months is, is a little, you know, I mean, I guess not lengthy, right? But but I talked to a couple people. They usually do third, two months usually is the expiration date. Um, and, and it's crazy to see that once you put the expiration, expiration date, all of a sudden people start coming more often. Whereas if you don't have one, you know they come like what once a week yeah um, yeah 
so it's crazy to see. But one thing that I do like to tell people, even gym owners, that selling by class packs is a little difficult, right? Because if you do choose to sell your business in the future, let's say you want to exit fetch, um, sell the company, technically you can't track the revenue if you're selling by class packs. You could only track the monthly revenue. So the monthly reoccurring revenue. So that's like a big fault that, or, you know, fault mistake that some people make is that they'll have, you know, as they grow, they'll have 20 grand coming in a month from personal training and all these people are selling, you know, class packs. So, so you can't even really mark that revenue down on if you were to sell the business. Um, but cool. So, so since you do want to see some growth, you know, get to that hundred member mark, what are you doing actively right now to aid that growth process? Uh, a lot of Facebook and Instagram marketing. Um, cool, smart. I'm in the neighborhood putting flyers up on walls. Uh, I'm at the park passing out flyers. I'm at the park setting up uh, tables, just like talking to people, letting them know that, you know, there is a, you know, boutique gym in, in the area that, you know, offers a little something different than all the other gyms offer. I'm just trying to do whatever I can to, you know, just kind of get more eyes on the place and more people in the door. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, community outreach and making yourself known, especially in that first year, always really important so that you have a strong baseline of members, right? A, a strong baseline of people who like what you're doing. They believe in the process. Um, they like you as a trainer, gym owner. Um, the one thing that I'd say that is difficult about like word of mouth, flyers, even radio ads, it's it's hard to track, right? It's hard to track where your leads are coming from and hard to make a game plan for growth. Because although let's say last month you were able to get, you know, um, five members off word of mouth, it's hard to say in the months coming ahead, you'll be able to continue the same rate of growth. Um, so really smart that you dove into digital advertising as well. Um, do you do you run the ads yourself or do you hire like a like a team to help you? Uh, I have a social media manager who okay. we kind of just work together to, you know, put whatever, whatever we're going to put out there to the public. She, she cool. draws everything up and puts it out there to the world for the world to see. Yeah. 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 And do you guys do like um, actual Facebook campaigns or is it more so just boosting posts that you have on Instagram? Uh, more of more so of boosting posts that we boosting have posts. You got to try, you got to let her know to, to try um, running a campaign. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, what was I going to say? That you should let your, your, your um, you know, your team know to maybe at least dive in or try um, running actual Facebook campaigns through the business manager. It's just business manager. Um, it's a, it's a lot more scalable than boosting posts in a way because once you find an ad that works for you that you could run on a campaign um you could literally scale that um to, to push more leads in at a certain time but uh but awesome have you seen good results from the digital marketing that you have done like when the members leads come in um are you able to to check be like hey where'd you hear from hear us from um was it from facebook was it from instagram uh, a lot of the traffic that is uh, driven to the business does come from Instagram. Okay. Um, what I was going to say before is uh, the area that my gym is located, it's a very tight-knit community. Cool. Um, so 
we kind of just like uh, we kind of market market in the area, yeah. and it's in, in the middle of a neighborhood. So, for example, like if people are looking for a Pilates class in the neighborhood, you know, they'll get caught in the algorithm, you know, because it's, I I also do like Pilates in the park, or if they're looking for yeah. Some tennis in the neighborhood they'll get caught in that algorithm because we do tennis in the you know in the, in the neighborhood as well so when i ask someone hey how, how'd you hear about you know my tennis clinic how'd you hear about pilates how'd you hear about you know this gym in general they'll just say oh you know i saw it on instagram uh and had or something or I, I searched you know pilates or i searched tennis and then this is what came up on on social media yeah yeah, yeah. and what just curious here what's like your guys's front-facing offer when you do run ads do you guys offer as in why are people clicking on your ad is it because you're giving you know free week trial um free transformation trial or transformation challenge what's kind of your your tactic for getting clicks um well that's it's kind of funny because uh like the the personal training is not the biggest draw on on social media. Yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. draw that I get that is getting people you know to know about getting people in the door are just like the Pilates in the park, which is outside, and also like the tennis clinics that I organize, which are outside. Uh, those are really popular in the area. So you know, if someone comes to a tennis clinic and they're, they're like, oh, you know, thanks for setting this up. You know, what do you do? My name is Garrick. I have a gym here in the Grove as well. We do personal training and group yeah. fitness classes, and then it kind of it kind of trickles in from there. Cool, cool, very smart. And, and even with the group training, once you get that started, that's one of the best ways to attract members on social media. Running plays like, um, you know, six week transformation stuff. A lot of people think it's cheesy to do these transformation challenges, but the truth is they work, and and people you know click on it. They want to see or hear that, hey, in six weeks, I could get the results that I want. It's very appealing to them, you know? Um, so even when you start pushing that group training aspect, might be a smart thing to do to run like a transformation play, um, you know, on, on social media. Um, but cool, cool. So another question that I like to ask here, just so I have a, you know, idea of, of how your first year of, you know, gym ownership has been, but what was something that was more difficult than you thought when it came to being a gym owner? <laughs> getting people in the door man yeah. <laughs> you know i you, you you think all the time that you know you have this great idea and that if you build it people will come and you know that's just not the case you know you gotta yeah there's so much competition out there and you gotta find ways to you know set yourself apart sometimes and just you know see what works and it's, it's a lot of trial and error so, right and, and i think as any gym owner, right? A, a lot of us kind of get into it from the personal training side. I don't think we expect that we are have to be marketers or, you know, have to learn all these different things about running a business when you start a gym. So that's totally okay as well. And, you know, a skill within its own to like be able to look at the things that you are good at that move the needle forward and look at the things that maybe you aren't so good at or could pass to someone else and be able to do that. Um, you know, like if marketing is not your thing, then it's like, who's to say that you should spend, you know, 12 hours a day trying to learn how to market. That's just, you know, a waste of time when you could be out there, you know, getting in the community, meeting members, training people. Um, so yeah, good for you. And definitely, uh, 
like a not a, a dream breaker, but but something that you don't see coming how difficult it is to get members in the door. Um, what is your process, though, for when you do get an interested lead? Let's say someone from Instagram, um, they see your gym, they're interested, they come into come in through the doors. What's your process to turning them into a paid member? Uh, really depends on, you know, what they're looking for. If they're looking for personal training, I would like to sit down with them, you know, have a chat, you know, and see what their goals are and, you know, what's the best way that I can help them achieve their goals. Uh, that, that's pretty much what it comes down to. It's just like me just finding solutions for anyone who comes into this door, you know, help them find, help them reach those fitness solutions, those fitness goals. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, everyone's going to have different goals or a different reason for the, why they walk through your door. So even as a boutique facility, that's like how you make yourself stand out. You know, you probably have five other gyms in your area that their tactic is to price gouge to stuff as many people in as they could. So really the way you step, make yourself stand apart is maybe by charging more, giving better service, being there for your members, really making them feel like you care. Um, so, so very smart, but cool. So Another question that I like to dive into here is that if you could have your idea of a perfect business, let's say you have like a magic business wand and you could have your business be in the exact position that you want it. Um, what would that really look like to you? Uh, that would look like uh, me with a reasonable amount of, you know, PC clients, <laughs> yeah. private clients, uh, but also just like, a consistent flow of, you know, just quality classes that, you know, people in the neighborhood and pe people in the community are going to enjoy yeah. and they're going to, you know, like coming to and they're going to want to tell their friends about because, you know, it's they're going to get a different experience here than what they're going to get at, you know, an Equinox or an Anatomy or something like that. Uh, so I just want to, I want to, you know, create a good fitness experience for anyone who, you know, comes to fetch. I want them yeah. to leave, you know, with a, you know, with a smile on their face, knowing that, you know, their trainer really, you know, looks out for them. They really, they get a, they get a, they enjoy being here, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and what do you think is like the biggest bottleneck that I guess you're facing right now from, from getting to that point of growing your membership, having the amount of members you want, the amount of private training clients, because you do have, you know, somewhat of a, of a marketing team as well. So, so what do you think is that bottleneck for you from, getting to that point i mean actually i wouldn't say that i have a marketing team okay um like i i'm i'm kind of wearing all the hats right now yeah, uh, yeah. so that's that's been a bit of a struggle for me in itself because i don't have such a, i don't have a background in marketing right um so i'm just kind of I think more, I think better marketing strategies would help me, you know, scale a little bit more and at a, a much better rate than, you know, where I'm at right now. For sure. Um, a little more organization, you know, co uh, co coherent messages that are going out to the community and to the public. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, and what do you think? I mean, what do you think it would change for you if you are able to have like a lead generation system or be able to have a marketing with consistent leads coming in? Uh, I, I, I think that, I think that would get people in the door yeah. and then we, once they're in the door, then we can wow them with our services, you know, and with our, with our experience with you know, that. Definitely. And, and 
I did want to touch a little bit on, you know, at least what your goals are here for the next six to 12 months. I know you just opened your facility. You've been seeing some good rate of growth, which is super cool. Where do you want it? Where do you see yourself in six months or even, you know, your first years coming up here or just past in April, correct? Yes. Okay. So in the next six to 12 months, what would you say is your goal for your facility? Uh, in the next six to 12 months, I hope to have a consistent flow of, you know, classes uh, throughout the week and that are that people are coming to. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's the goal. I, I want to get these, I want to get these classes going. I want to get these memberships rolling uh, so that people, they don't just come for, you know, one class a week, but they're coming, you know, three, four times because there, there's so many different options of things that, could, that they can do with a Fetch membership. Yes, sir, and, and definitely possible too. I mean, it seems like, yeah, and definitely possible. I mean, you're, you're in year one here and it seems like you guys provide, you know, a good service. Um, you know, you have some other trainers there as well, um, but perfect. I think that is a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode, Garrick. But before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to, you know, your website, Facebook page, Instagram page, um, just so the listeners can find some more info on you and your gym. Uh, yeah, you can find us on Instagram and on Facebook at fetch underscore Miami. Our website is gofetch.org. Uh, and yeah, man, if you're ever in the Miami area and you're looking for a place to work out, come check us out. We're, you know, it's a, it's a cool little spot and a, a cool little neighborhood in, in Miami. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. And I'm actually going to be down in the Miami area august i'm thinking so so definitely maybe i'll stop by but um i appreciate it garrick make sure you guys check him out garrick adams from fetch miami out of miami florida um as for the listeners don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes hit like and subscribe if you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry click the link in the description fill it out and our team will be in touch with you soon and as always until next time jim lords out Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Montero. And today we are joined by Suzanne and Jane from Suja Fitness and Personal Training in Roebling, New Jersey. Ladies, how are we doing today? Doing great. Doing great. Awesome. 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 Yeah, thank you for coming on and uh, spending some time with us and sharing her story. Suja Fitness, right? Newer business, we'll say, started this during the pandemic. So I'm sure a fun time to start the business. Let's, let's go back in time a little bit to the, to, you know, 
to that time when you're deciding, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this, we're gonna make this a thing. What was your initial goal from a business perspective uh, in going down this path of entrepreneurship with your gym? Sure. So, I mean, I can get started. It's really interesting, you know, where other businesses were kind of closing down, we decided to start our business during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's a little bit different. So what we did, did was, um, you know, we were kind of, when we had gotten certified, we decided that, you know, we were just sitting around, we're all sitting around. And Jane and I are both teachers. Um, okay. So we were like on our butts all day. We were like, yeah. oh, it's just terrible. Like my body hurts. We need to get moving. Right. And, we were certified we really did nothing with it just because of you know the turn of events sure. so we decided to just like start brainstorming we sat down one night and we were just brainstorming like how could we you know start our um personal training business so we decided you know what let's just like reach out to all the people that we know um and we all we're kind of like in our own pods, right? Like, so maybe like I hung out with four people and she hung out with four people and like, we all felt safe in our own pods during the pandemic. So we were like, you know, I'm sure like other people have their pods. So we'll reach out to some of the people that we know. And we came up with this thing called Six Cubed because we're teachers and we're nerds. So we're like six six people, six feet apart, six stations. And we designed like, you know, basically a hit where the people would go around um, to each of the circuits and there would be like hand sanitizer at each of the stations six feet apart and um, we went to people's houses and that's how we got started and believe wow. it, okay. we're pretty busy during the pandemic yeah that's yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah. so uh yeah awesome here you started this uh when a lot of people were closing so kind of a, a good uh, uh pivot so to speak right and, and finding a finding a good avenue for your business so you started in people's houses and we've moved now to a uh, your own physical space, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah talk, to us, talk to us about how you why you chose the space you did. What was the reasoning behind that? And uh, give us also kind of a virtual virtual look at the place if you could. Sure. Do you want me to? Yeah. Go ahead, tell so, the story. Um, so actually, um, you know, when we were going, we were going to people's houses and we were doing that, and then we started to get like a little too busy. Yeah. And we were working at people's basements and backyards. Yeah and whatever and we needed like we were talking and we were like we really need a space because yeah. we we're putting our equipment around from place to place which is fine we don't mind doing that but then the basements were getting a little too crowded so we we're like you know what let's like start looking for i live in Bordentown, new jersey and so yeah. very it's like basically a very small town one square mile and so i've seen like other businesses where they do shared spaces so i started looking for shared space um, but like there wasn't really anything important in town. We needed like a little bit more room. And I was talking to a friend of mine and just like telling her about like our mission and how we really believed that we wanted to, you know, create a business, um, you know, that Jane and I want to create a business for like basically actively aging and, you know, telling her our mission statement. And she was like, oh my God, I love that. She's like, actually, um, I started, you know, cause she owns a preschool. So she's like, I actually had a soft opening because of the pandemic. She's like, I have a whole extra space. She's like, yeah. take a look at it. So it turns out that um, she's renting like two units in the building in Roebling, um, okay. far from us, uh, where it's about 10 minutes, you know, from, um, you know, from Yardville or Bordentown, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. We are doing, we're just like basically using her space. So we're sharing space. It's like a whole suite. Yeah. Own that, you know, nice. all nice. stuff. 
Awesome. So then close enough that the people that we were seeing, they actually started then to us. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, it's always hard finding a space, especially right now. Like a uh, real estate market is tough, right? Uh, especially for like a gym type thing. And I told you guys, I'm kind of close into Connecticut. It's not if I you if you wanted to open a gym here now in my town, you, you couldn't. There's nowhere to put anything. Yeah, nowhere to put it. Yeah. Definitely hard. Definitely hard, and the price is like through the roof, right? So definitely hard to find it. Now, based on your model, tell the listeners if you could this model you guys run and the services that you do offer there at Suja. Okay, uh, so what we're doing is we are reaching out mostly word of mouth, social media, uh, starting with people that we know. And um, we're, we're encouraging that one-on-one -on -one where we can work with people one-on-one -on -one so that we can teach them. We're looking at the over, over 50 crowd. Most of us are over 50. Okay. Suzanne and I are lifelong worker outers. Right, right. We always have. So we feel that the benefits of staying active through your, you know, fifties uh, and oh yeah, and are you know definitely um, definitely worth it to keep right. you, keep you moving, um, injury prevention, that kind of thing. And so we focus on teaching our clients. Um, what they what they need to know so that they can exercise safely yeah. and, and we can modify regardless of you know any issues that they have uh, knee replacements bad backs um, whatever their issues are we're really in tune to that yeah. and um, they, they appreciate that because they can come into the class they can be successful they can do basically everything with the modifications and they feel very successful and you know they keep coming back and we love that <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's awesome and it's awesome you have like uh you have that target market right so we know like our clientele that we're appealing to or that's uh appealing to us either way is good and then marketing towards them is key so you said uh, a lot of word of mouth you guys have used to this point in time and some social media right what has been like um let's talk about both of those separately so first like word of mouth is there any ways you've been able to kind of systematize that or get the most to get, to get the most out of that kind of approach? I mean, I think the only thing that's kind of working for us so far is um, that we have them like bring a friend and we like, yep. like little events here and there, sure. like, bring a friend. Um, sometimes we like focus it around like eating and drinking. So there's no like, it works. Yeah. and like hang out with us, right. try to just spread the word. I mean, you know, I think that, you know, it sounds like you've been in the fitness industry for a really long time and I've been in it for, you know, quite a long time, even though, even though that we are teachers, we've still like always worked out and I used to work at a gym, but I feel like that um, particular part, that demographic of like 40 and over is reflected yeah. in the way that like when you just join a typical like box gym or you, you know, you join a gym, like there's really no one that focuses on the aging population and like say you know that not that we're not capable or strong but like we have different motivation for working out right. and we also also feel very left out so when you go into the gym and you're over 40 and you have got like some aches and pains or maybe you haven't ever worked out and now you're trying to yeah. you know your lifestyle because you've got you know older kids and you see like the future oh i gotta chase my grandchildren around these right really don't have any support right and these yeah. women, a lot of these women and you know and men too but you know women are going to gyms kind of just like floating around from machine to machine and not really like understanding what they need to do yeah. i also think that there's a huge like our niche is really 
for me, like, I think like just being, you know, over 40 and looking at like women's like slowing metabolism and their loss in like bone density and mass and things like that. So we like to focus on like corrective exercise, balance, stretch, you know, nutrition, as well as strength training. Yeah. Yeah. So we try to send that message as we're like, you know, when we have our little gatherings and we have our um, uh, you know, our little events that we put together that whenever we meet somebody new, we like talk to them about like how important it is for them to incorporate oh, yeah. exercise in their, you know, their fitness longevity. Right. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And just spread the word. And that's like starting from this very like kind of grassroots, like, you know, very organically driven message that, you know, with our, I think our generation, maybe they didn't start off like exercising and it's right. never late and that's what we really want to that's what we really want to drive home to the people yeah. that we're in contact with and I yeah. think that's special about our group too is that we almost always go to classes with yeah. with our members so one of us is leading the class and one of us is usually yeah. you know walking around with them or yeah. it's a really small group and they're a little you know further along we might be working out with them yeah yeah important for them to see that you know we don't give them anything to do that we haven't already tried ourselves yeah i think that's uh, for sure you know yeah. how it works and we also do something kind of um that i think they all appreciate is we hang up signs we tell them the names of the exercises we tell them what muscles they're working and we yeah. make that connection between you know what they're doing and why they're doing it and right. what right. so um i do i think that they really do appreciate that you know, they'll they'll read the sign first and they'll be like, oh, okay, you know, is that this? And we say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> How you do it? So. And the, you know, the reason why we do that is because we're trying to educate them as well. So sure. Sure. Like a lot of our clientele, like we, that's our niche. We focus on like education as well, just because I think that um, it's the buy-in, right? It's part of like really like being educated and knowing why you're doing something um, helps yeah. with retention. A thousand percent. Yeah. Education is key. And especially we can, we can use that now on social media and educate, 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 and like out educate our, our competitors, so to speak. So we talked about the word of mouth. How, is there any way you've been able to use social media yet? Or are you guys planning to use that maybe in the future with organic advertising and paid advertising? So we haven't, you know, like I said, we're actually, you know, we're, we're very new. So we haven't like, we haven't paid for any advertising. Um, We've done some like, you know, kind of uh, community, um, you know, festivals and things like that so that we can spread the word that way. Um, As far as um, social media, we post every week. We post like either like just messages that we want to send out, motivational quotes, pictures of ourselves working out so that people can see like, oh, look at like, I can do that. She's like 50 something or, you know, like a little, you know, overweight and still like trying to like, you know, kill it there, you know, in the world. So we post pictures of ourselves, of members. We do that for Facebook and for um, Instagram. And then of course we, you know, we're constantly just trying to, you know, just reach out to people along, yeah. you know, however we possibly can. Sure. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And getting the word. yeah, getting, it's a great way to get the word out. And uh, I'm sure you guys add more of that as you go. Now with, you're still both teachers, right? Currently. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, my girlfriend's a teacher as well. So how do you best uh, manage your schedule with teaching? Because I know it's a full-time deal, right? A lot of hours. Um, 
and then having the business. So is it obviously you're just doing things at night, not during the day, during school. How does your schedule work day to day with teaching and then also with the business uh, of the gym? Good question. Yes, <laughs> but somehow it's working. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I mean, between the two of us, since, you know, we are teachers, we can, our, our schedule is a little bit um, flexible in the way that like, at least we're done at like three-ish, right? Sure. Yep. So what we try to do, so we just run classes as many as we can, um, okay. available slots from like 3.30 on. Um, and then we're, wherever we can, we just like fill up the weekends too. So we have classes on the weekends as well. Nice. Um, nice. It's, you know, it just, it just seems that like our clientele can't, they really can't come like during the day anyway, yeah. because yeah. we have like working moms and, right. you know, right. teachers and <laughs> teachers, a lot of teachers. There you and, go. And so it, the schedule for us works out. We just try to like, you know, I, we're hoping as we become more busy and the business grows that like those slots will continue to fill, but yeah. we always have them open and offer like, Hey, if you got, you know, we say it to our, we always say it to anybody who comes and, you know, joins or takes classes or buys like a package. We'll say, listen, if you have a group of people and you want a slot, yeah. we can make it for you. Right. That sometimes works out too. Yeah, for sure. And especially when we're new and growing, it's, you know, we got to be uh, aware of the clients and try to help them as much as we can. Now, with that being said, so we have our classes going on. We've got some personal training. Are there any other ways right now that we're able to, um, you know, everybody, everybody goes out, we buy workout clothes, we buy supplements, we buy, we buy meal prep, nutrition, any other ways that you're able to get your members to pay or increase your average revenue per member minus just that group membership model pricing structure? So basically other services you can add on to increase average rate per member. Yeah, we have thought about that and yeah. that is something that um, we will, you know, consider uh, going down the line. Okay. okay. I think um, we're, you know, we're both actually, you know, kind of close to retirement. So we'll have, you know, maybe a little bit more time to. Uh, you yeah. Know. Yeah. What yeah. is that? Is that 25 years, right? You get full retirement, 25? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is 25 years, but, yeah. you know, I mean, there's a lot of other things to consider, but sure, yeah, certainly uh, there's so many options, so many other things that we can do, you know, yeah. Yeah. doing that, you know, okay. And, okay. you know, we have good ideas, you know, we have our little, our little water bottles with our, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There we go. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, just for ourselves and our banners yeah. and our yeah. card magnets and yeah. Yeah. You know, are, we, are we in, are you guys in the gym now or are we at school right now? We're in, we're in my house. Yeah. House, even better. Third option. Work. Yeah. Work, uh, gym, home. That's all there is, right? That's the only places I go. So that's yeah. those my three places. So it's always been said, you know, relatively newer, doing, you know, running a lot of classes after, after school, after work. What is uh, like the next uh, 12 to 18 months for you guys from a growth perspective? Where, where do you want to take this business over that course of time? So, I mean, I think that I would, I mean, for, we were, you know, we talk about how we would, we do, we really focus on the small group. Um, yeah, now, yeah. And I think that's really great because of the fact that it's, it really meets the needs of our clients, because like we said, we're focusing on form and function. Right, right. So it's very personalized. Um, I would like to really have us focus a little bit more on, on building up that personal training. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because of the fact of that we have, this is our second job and, you know, it would be better for us financially to really right. 
focus on that and then build up the the you know the smaller classes so what we've been trying to do is that whenever we have um, a client that's you know is but talks about the one-on-one training we keep them for a while until we've really built a strong foundation as far as like their form and strength and their mobility stretching and things like that that's in place and we're like okay so now if you want to come into the small the small group classes like we know that you can be safe while working out we're not you know you're not going to hurt like that's the whole thing we don't want anybody themselves we don't and we want them to like you know work with intention so yeah yeah important and then um i really would like to focus a little bit more on on the nutrition i'm a nutritionist well certified by nasa so i want to really focus on that i think that um, our age group also has an issue with our slowing metabolism. So um, I really believe that like counting macros and understanding like what you're putting in your body and how your body uses it is also a huge part of longevity and being healthy and also feeding your body so that you can continue to be strong and work out. Yeah. So I focus a little bit more on that going forward as well. Yeah, I think it's two great things, uh, PT side of things, nutritional side of things, you know, cannot work a bad diet, obviously. And like, uh, there's so much, you know, bad information out there about nutrition nowadays. There's so much like fake food, so to speak. So like, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, especially for this age group, right. That we're targeting. I think it's super, super important for sure. How I skipped over this before, but before we end, I want to kind of talk about pricing, right? Like it's a key thing in our industry, how we come up with our pricing structure from the group class to the PT to any ancillary services, how was that process for you guys to develop your, your pricing setup? Was it based on other gyms or something you guys came up uh, outside of that? Yeah, so I mean, we looked at, at what we felt our clientele was comfortable doing, you sure, know, sure. And, and we wanted to offer them uh, something that they could be consistent and right. be affordable to the point that they would be consistent. Yeah, yeah. So, we um, originally we started it with this with the small groups and the pods and you know we said hey if you can guarantee a group of six people then this is the price per person and if you only have a few less so we sort of started like that and then um, when we got a little bigger and we picked our name and we started our website um, we came up with some packages so yes. Yes. the longer the commitment of course the better the result and the longer the commitment the little bit more of a discount that you get. Yes. Makes sense for that. So I think that's a pretty basic model. Sure, sure. You buy a package, and you know, like Suzanne said, you throw some one-on-one training in there, depending on the time that you have available yeah. for that. So um, I think it's a pretty basic um, available. You know, um, pretty. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. I know. Yeah, and I think that one of the things that we noticed that really works is like having it timely. So we had like um, we have we have specials here and there where it's like forty nine dollars, but you have to like use it in thirty days. So that makes it so that there's like a little bit of pressure to make it like we're just trying to establish habit. Right? We can get them to come in and be like, listen, we you know take three classes a week. You've got you know you can do you know the small group the you know we call it build and burn which is basically like a hit class with um some low impact cardio in between okay we have that and then we have booty yoga on um we have, which is like a you know the, it's like stretching and uh, also cardio mixed in with um nice. yoga moves so we have all that so we're just thinking that like if we could get them to establish habit and then at that point then we can hopefully, you know, meet their needs and they can start to see results and then 
make them lifelong members. So, you know, um, so we just try little packages to get them so that we, they, you know, can come to class. They feel like there's a little bit of pressure, build that habit. And then we, sell, you know, and then we just sell classes, you know, in chunks, basically. Yeah, yeah no, it totally makes sense. And I like uh, that word habit there is everything, right? It's build a habit for people to make it fun and enjoyable. Cause like if people have fun and like, I think if it's like akin to play, if that makes sense, like uh, people will do it, right? If they like to do it, they're gonna come back. The discipline will be there and, and they'll come. Yeah. Building a community is really like having them feel like they're part of a community is yeah, like, huge. You know, we all like, we call ourselves the warriors, the workout warriors, and that's, yeah. we all really support each other. And even if like, we're all on a, you know, I have them all on a group text. So this way, if Jane and I are like, you know, we're throwing a class or it's last minute, we're throwing something, a new class in there, whatever. Then they'll be like, hey, you know, yeah, I'll go. You pick me up, you know, like, or so, you know, that's super important. They all feel like a part of CUNY and that's what you need. Like, you know, we're all busy in our lives and especially yeah. like, you know, you're getting older, you have three kids or, you know, a bunch of, this one's going to soccer. This one, it's all about like trying to, you know, remind each other to take that time out for yourself and to take care of yourself so that you can be there for your loved ones, right? For yeah a thousand percent agree and i think that's the best part of what we get to do as gym owners and trainers is like build that community around uh something healthy you know and to have uh especially after the past couple of years people i think are really um kind of you know searching for that community outside of outside of their house or of work so like you get to do this in this field and i uh, love that you guys are doing that and uh yeah really cool to hear it so i think it's an awesome place to to wrap this episode up we're just about out of time where can our listeners find you uh website social media all that good stuff so we can follow along. Yeah, so, um, you know, we're in Roebling at 1301 Hornberger Road in Roebling, New Jersey. So we're there. We also like travel to people's houses. Like I said, if they have a pod, we do that, which is great. I think it's like, you know, really convenient. Um, Instagram, we're Suja One Strong, Suja Strong One on Instagram. And we have a, a website is Suja Fitness and Personal Training. Uh, GoDaddySites.com. Yep. Have a Gmail on our website and can contact us through Gmail. Yes, you just found Gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Beautiful. Facebook. Facebook is Suja Fitness and Personal Training. Yeah. Uh, Suzanne, uh, Suja Fitness was taken on the Instagram. We had to go with a one next to that on, on Instagram. It's because we're number one. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I was like, there's no way somebody has that name. I like it. I had to ask. I had to ask. So like, uh, no, very cool. Very cool. I love it. So, uh, yeah, it's great. I love it. I love it. So, hey, thank you so much again. I appreciate your time today. And uh, I know schedule's crazy teaching, running a business. So uh, hats off to you guys. And I uh, wish you continued success. Thank, thank you so much. Oh, we thanks so much for your time. Thank you. You got it. And listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.